You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Christy Heiler hosts a fantastic podcast called Own It. Christy, tell us more about the show. Own It is all about celebrating women and non-binary advertising agency owners. We talk about buying out of the Boys Club of Advertising because less than 1% of ad agencies are owned by women. And where can people subscribe? You can find the podcast at untilyouownit.com. We're also on the Marketing Podcast Network at marketingpodcast.net. And of course, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You heard her. Go subscribe. Welcome to the Collective Cafe, a virtual coffee experience which takes place every single Monday through Friday, 8 to 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time in both Alpha Collective's Discord, that's discord.gg forward slash alpha collective and startup clubs house in clubhouse it's free it always will be free there are no strings attached there is no bait and switch lurk or listen only chat with one another in our back chat or even come onto stage the coffee shop is open for business whether you're on the treadmill getting the kids ready for school getting yourself ready for work commuting into the big bad city or maybe just even commuting from your bedroom to your home office on monday we manifest on tuesday we talk thought leadership on wellness wednesday we discuss mental health wellness and life skills on thursday we do live book reads and discussions with the author and then on friday it's no agenda friday where there is no agenda Start your day off on the right foot, on the front foot, with virtual coffee, with the Collective Cafe, where we mastermind, we manifest, we collaborate, we help one another at the business of Web3 or anything else that intersects, whether it's culture, collaboration, creativity, innovation, disruption, entrepreneurship, or coaching. So give us a subscribe, bit.ly forward slash Collective Cafe to go, or a review on your favorite podcast platform if you're listening on demand or of course join us every day live it is addictive and remember it is a safe welcoming space and you will never ever be put on the spot this is alpha collectives collective cafe my name is joseph jaffe well good morning everybody it is friday <coughs> june 30th it is if you are in the united states and america it is July 4th weekend, so I hope you are getting ready to relax a little bit. Uh, it depends, you know, how you define relaxing. I'll tell you, this morning for about an hour, I worked on the book. This book will be published by Labor Day, Forever Changed, How a Global Pandemic Changed My Direction, My Purpose and My Life. And uh, I'm so excited to share it with you. It will be the world's first book where readers will get royalties. And hopefully it opens up um, a new pathway for every single book author, for every artist, every painter, every sculptor, um, every creator to be able to bring um, their readers, their fans, their listeners into the ecosystem. This, I believe, is the future of the creator economy and, uh, and I'm just determined now every morning to write or edit for about uh, an hour. And that's what I'm doing. This weekend, uh, today, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, through July 4th, I'm just going to, I'm really going to crush this book. I'm going to try and, I don't know that I can finish it in terms of like going start to finish, um, but I'm going to try. I'm absolutely going to try. And, um, and I think I'm going to succeed. In fact, I know I'm going to succeed. Now, uh, lots and lots of updates for you. I didn't, uh, I didn't read I Dare You yesterday, even though I was dead to read I Dare You. I didn't read it. I kind of forgot that I was dead by, by the author. Um, but I am going to make sure that we read this entire book in the Collective Cafe. Um, it was an amazing experience yesterday. And for those of you that are new or hearing this for the first time, just, just go to... Um, Subscribe to this as a podcast. It's it's bit.ly forward slash collective cafe to go where you can um, actually hear yesterday's live read. Um, I am going to um, invite um, as many people that have profiles on the stage because it's No Agenda Friday. And 
what we actually do in the Collective Cafe, just so you know, the Collective Cafe actually lives in discord.gg forward slash alpha collective. The link is above. Please come and join the Discord server and uh, and choose whether you want to actually listen to this in Discord or whether you want to listen to it in Clubhouse. Um, we're going to start doing more experimentation. I, I absolutely believe, and I will say this, it's not even manifesting. It's it's. Uh, I, I say this with with a hundred percent certainty. Let's just say ninety nine point nine percent. Otherwise, you know, I'd be in danger of being a little too overconfident. Um, that we will get hundreds of people in this room, maybe even thousands on a regular basis. This is what we're building towards, and and we won't stop. We will continue to do this until it becomes um, the primary source. Remember, we have a world, a universe of 8 billion people to tap into. So um, I can do so much. You can do so much. Startup Club can do so much. Clubhouse can do so much. The world can do so much. There are a lot of people on uh, on, on our team, whether they know it or not. Um, and so we're just going to keep going. So would love for you to join the Discord server. It would be amazing. Um, what else can I tell you? Oh, today uh, I was approved um, uh, to um, uh, by Cameo. So you will be able to get a Jaffe cameo starting next week. Um, so I've been approved. Now I've got to think about what I want to do, how much I want to charge. Um, how much would you pay for a Jaffe cameo? You probably pay nothing because you get me for free. Um, but uh, I'm going to, I guess, I guess my cameos that I do, well, I mean, you know, the thing is they're done, they're done via the phone. So it's not like I can actually record like an episode of my show. Um, but, um, I'm going to make it worthwhile. I'm going to make it worthwhile. I don't know what I'm going to charge. Uh, what should I charge everyone? Should I charge a dollar, $5, $10, $50, $1 billion? Maybe not. Uh, oh, please share the room if you're here today. I'm sharing it on Clubhouse and I'm, uh, I'll just say, how much should I charge for my cameos? Um, Maybe maybe I should pay you <laughs> to uh, for the privilege um, of being able to uh, send you a cameo. Um, you know, desperate times call for desperate measures. Um, it's going to be fun. I, I'm I'm excited. You know, I'm excited to to be on cameo. Um, maybe I'll even send myself a cameo. Uh, there's actually a really funny story of how when I became an Uber driver, I actually hired myself. Um, if that if if you can actually imagine what that what that would entail. I actually called myself on Uber and I picked myself up. I drove myself around the block. I dropped myself off. I gave myself five stars. I returned the favor with five stars. And uh, and then I lost money on the deal because Uber took a cut. So that didn't work out too well. So I love to experiment. And uh, I guess now I've got to dis- decide what my cameo uh, looks like. So, yes, yeah, so I wanted to share with you cameo. I wanted to share with you um, what else do I want to share with you? Oh, I've got to do the POAPs for an amazing, amazing, um, uh, I would say, uh, amazing Alpha Beta Talk 5 with uh, with Whitney Lauritsen. I'm st- I found an amazing, um, if I say amazing one more time, you can gong me, um, uh, app called Captions. I get an, a- an AI a- uh, captions app. And uh, I used the captions there for the first time. It's really, really amazing how quick it was and how interactive it was. And um, I just loved it, absolutely loved it. Um, so if you actually look on my Twitter profile, on my LinkedIn, um, you can actually see the, the video, uh, Whitney's video with the captions. So there's a lot to celebrate. You know, on a Friday, on a No Agenda Friday, um, it's an opportunity for us to also celebrate what went right, what didn't go right, Celebrate and commiserate. Um, that was one of the original ideas of uh, No Agenda Friday, combined with AMA, with open mic, uh, with office hours. Uh, we have two topics, by the way, to discuss today. And so that's why I've invited anyone that, that has a profile, um, and I will continue to invite everyone uh, onto stage. You do not have to come. Hey, uh, but, but I love it if you do. How are you, my friend? <laughs> hey, Jeff. Jeffy, how are you? And I haven't, we haven't spoken for a while, and I believe you had a while back, you had some health issues that you've hopefully overcome now. I did, I did. I had open heart surgery. How about that? Yeah, wow. Okay, so it's all good? 
it's going to keep on pumping for a while. It, it better. It absolutely better. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it, it's fine. Um, you know, it it was uh, it it was it was painful because I had complications, and you know, I went from five uh, percent of people get what's called a you know a seroma, which is kind of like a um, let's just say a reaction to when they where they attach the hot lung machine. Um, so I ended up with a rugby ball sized. Um, you know, thing, growth, whatever. And then in 5% of those cases, uh, it gets infected. And that's what happened to me. So I ended up in the hospital four times, two surgeries, three in skin infections. Uh, and then I got uh, COVID. It, it wasn't fun. Um, but, you know, these are the things that happen for you, not to you, you know. So uh, even this morning when I was writing the book and updating the book, I was like, you know, I, I wrote this book. Um, in two weeks and six days, in kind of July, August of last year, I wanted it published within, you know, literally three weeks or, or six weeks. But I just couldn't. There was something in me that that just held me back. And then, you know, I wanted my mom to read it. And she passed away in January and she never got to read it. Um, but in a way, now I realize that she was, you know, the I was being held back because she needed to pass away for me to finish the book because the story wasn't complete. Um, and and so, you know, it's one of those things where just if I, if I thought I hit bottom, you know, in 2020 when, when you know, the, the everything was taken away with COVID, well, it changed in 2021 when I had heart surgery. And guess what? It changed at the beginning of 2023 with my mom passing away. And on one hand, what you realize is, well, guess what? 2024, something will happen. And 2025, something will happen. And 2026, something will happen. And so we just got to be able to teach ourselves and become so much more resilient um, to just keep rolling with the punches and realize um, that, you know, you, we have to, it's a very simple binary choice. We can let things happen to us and we can be the victim or we can make things happen and we can be the creator. And, uh, and I'm referencing um, a collective cafe session from a few weeks ago, um, you know, where we spoke about the the drama triangle and the enlightenment dynamic. Um, so, um, how you been? What's going on with you? Well, I just firstly, um, it's great to see that you've made it the other side. So, so congratulations. And I think one thing I think the bit of wisdom I get from what you're saying, um, I relate to Dory, and that's just keep swimming. You know, sometimes survival is winning. Um, and uh and yeah just going in for the long haul um and i'm still really thrilled to uh because i don't know if i told you but i was, uh, ages ago i was an old junkie of the six pixels of separation so to actually hear your voice which i'm very used to it but to actually hear you responded i still get a bit of a oh wow <laughs> chaffee's talking back to me so i get a still a bit of that kick so that's great but um but you yeah, know i'm i'm doing well um uh, so I, I launched a, a company um, in COVID or an idea in COVID, uh, the Brand Leadership Community, which in January this year with some partners, it's now, I'm the first full-time employee with that. And it's it's coming along well. I'm sleeping better. I've got a couple of consultants helping out with the sales side of things so I can focus on the product. So it's that whole balance, right, where you can't do everything. When you start something, you do everything. But when you get to that next stage and you get real clients coming into the door, you've got to know how to reach out for help. And right. fortunately, in the community itself, I've got two fans. One's a former client. The other one's a former attendee of our events. And I've just said to them, hey, can you help with, with sales um, and just work off the percentage? And it's just been fantastic because they are also older players. They're in the 40s to 50s. I'm used to leading young people, which is great as well. But they, they do their own thing. They show initiative. They, you know, they just have that level of experience, which for me is kind of a bit to getting used to that, oh, they've done these things. Uh, wow, that's great. Um, so I'm kind of at that point um, where hopefully that tipping point has kind of hit and just working on our H6, oh, H2 events, so the, the events for the rest of the year and starting to work on the programming for those. So... So yeah, so so that's the 
that's the uh, two-minute answer of how I'm going kind of thing without giving you the 30-minute version. But it's, uh, it's, it's amazing. And, con- you know, congratulations. And, um, you know, um, as we've been, I think we're chatting a little bit, I just started coaching uh, at EOS. Um, so, you know, we should, honestly, we should chat. I mean, if you're, uh, if you're looking... If you're looking for an implementer, I'm your guy. Um, it might be it might be a, a bizarre way for us to actually like collaborate together. Who knows? Yeah, well, the, the story was funnily with EOS was I found it over Christmas because yeah, we were chatting offline as well um, over Christmas this year as we were getting the, the company ready. Um, I think it was uh, Audible recommended EOS. Oh, the Traction book. And I was, as I was listening to it, I thought, okay, this sounds like a great book. I ordered it, and I saw that it was a program. And when I spoke to one of my partners who owns an agency, he says, oh, yeah, we use that. It's amazing. And, and I said, well, should we use it from ground up? He said, yeah, probably. But we just haven't had time, you know, the first six months of, the, um, of setting up the business. Um, I've heard a lot of good things about it. So... I'm interested, like I've worked with OKRs before, I, I, I think that works quite well as well, um, but, uh, but definitely the, the EO, uh, yeah, we, can, we should definitely talk. With yeah, it would, be, it, w- it, would be, it would be super cool. Um, I wanted to uh, just let people know that, you know, on, on No Agenda Friday, it's literally, there's literally no agenda, um, and as I said, it's an opportunity for us to talk about what went right, uh, what didn't go right in the week. Um, to ask for help, to brainstorm, to network a little bit. Um, it can be as informal or formal as you like. Um, I have, I have uh, a couple of, I mean, I have one topic um, which I can hold in my pocket. I know Bez, who's sitting in the audience, has a topic too. Uh, he wanted to talk about the uh, Dylan Mulvaney's um, response to Bud Light and, and the whole drama. Um, the story that's kind of captured my eye right now, and actually... Um, I, I saw it myself and then, then I discussed it with the kids and then I saw an article. So it's nice to be two steps ahead of the marketing press, but I'm referring to Grimace, uh, happy birthday Grimace, Grimace, this McDonald's character, which I actually didn't even know Grimace existed. I knew about Ronald McDonald, but they've got some freaky, freaky mascots, let me tell you. And so there, you know, there's this whole thing, happy birthday Grimace, and it's like a purple, he's a purple, like almost Muppet or purple, like Sesame Street type character. And basically everybody um, starts off with a TikTok going, hey, happy birthday Grimace. And then they start to uh, drink this this milkshake uh, or this concoction. And the next thing you just see them lying on the ground, like convulsing, uh, each one is more and more graphic than the next with all this purple liquid pouring out of their mouth. And they look like they've been poisoned. They look like they've been murdered. They look like they've been possessed. They're unbelievably graphic. And basically, you know, as, as, as the saying goes, uh, you know, people are taking the piss out of uh, Grimace and, and McDonald's. And, you know, to the credit of McDonald's, look, I mean, I'll, I'll, we may as well just discuss it quickly, but McDonald's, in the form of Grimace, has actually kind of embraced it. And I say kind of embraced it because, because what choice do you have? And I think that's an interesting point sometimes. You know, when you are damned if you do and damned if you don't, well, you know, then, then, then you're damned. So you may as well just move forward. When you are, um, you know, there's that wonderful saying wonderful but it's a very popular saying that says change happens when the pain of not changing is greater than the pain of changing right when the pain of not changing is greater than the pain of changing it's as simple as recognizing guess what there's pain there's always pain in fact there's you know no no pain no gain one might one might say and and i would say that if you don't have adversity if you don't have hardship if you don't have pain whether it's you know self-inflicted or otherwise and and going to the gym is self-inflicted right there's going to be no growth it's actually a a physiological it's just the way it is right the muscles actually tear in order to rebuild so there is so much basis for the presence of pain and so in this case you've got mcdonald's 
realizing that everyone's really just taking the piss. Um, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, there might even be a little bit of an interesting connection uh, between McDonald's and um, and what happened with Bud Light. Because I wouldn't be shocked. By the way, I'm, I'm going to actually put the tweet. I'm going to pin the tweet above. At the moment, that tweet, discord.gg, I'll maybe put it back at the end. But I would really, really love it if, if uh, you could join our Discord because um, amazing things are happening there. But this is just... Um, so there you go. So, so check out that, that tweet. So that tweet basically is grimace and it's, it's me, M E E E pretending I don't see the grimace shake trend with two D's. So, you know, grimace doesn't spell very well. And he's like this, I don't know, childlike character. Um, and, and the responses are actually hysterical. Um, like, you know, grimace really just responding to these people. Um, you know, and, and I love it. I mean, cause what else, what else are you going to do? What else are you going to do? You don't, you're damned if you do and damned if you don't. So just be damned and enjoy the ride. Um, and so, uh, I'm, I'm impressed. Listen, I responded, um, to McDonald's, um, and I'm, I'm hoping that McDonald's responds to me. I mean, hell, I'm on Cameo now, apparently. Maybe I'm not, I don't know. Um, but, but, it's a missed opportunity, actually. Actually, and this is something I hell I wrote about this in in uh, join the conversation when I wrote the book in two thousand seven. Like, if I was McDonald's right now or any company in this situation, I would just say we are going to respond to every single tweet. We're gonna hire interns if we have to. We're gonna get our executives to to take shifts. But what an opportunity! So my comment says, I'm pretty impressed with your response, Grimace and McDonald's. I might even have to get, uh, I might even have to try uh, getting me one of those life-changing shakes. Now, I've had 330 views of it, but this is something that, that you've got to be on top of, right? You've got to be on top of it. I have 21.9 thousand followers on Twitter. Um, I'm a you know, I'm a so little, you, yeah. Rini, hi. Uh, you know, uh, if I, was, I I was like the voice of God. If I was McDonald's, was, you're on Discord. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So what I would do is respond and make fun of myself at the same time as McDonald's by saying something of, you know, we're going to save lives, um, you know, because all of our uh, ice cream machines went down, right? Which which they're famous for, right? And which, of course, the ice cream machines, you know, you need them to make the shakes. So <laughs> I would sort of combine you know, a death scene with a, or a, uh, you know, with the, with the, uh, with the dead ice cream machine. <laughs> I mean, there's, so there's one, for example, it says, uh, what are you doing to people, Grimace? Are you a criminal? Um, you know, and, and the response from, from McDonald's, which is kind of Grimace says, don't let Brian with two N's from legal see with a, see this. So they're they're playing the, you know, the personified character, right? Who clearly doesn't spell well, um, or intentionally spells badly. Um, so I I think there's definitely a um, there's definitely a self-deprecating point of view here, but it's coming from grimace as opposed to coming from from McDonald's and um, you know I just I I just think it's I think it's brilliant. I mean, I, I think it's I think it's brilliant because um, because it's like what's the old saying? If you can't beat them, join them. So I don't disagree with you at all. You know, I mean, I think the thing is the there is a fine line between participating and ruining. I guess is the point I would make. And if McDonald's does too much, um, it can backfire. And if McDonald's does too little. Nothing happens. This is what it's an interesting case, Rini, because if they do nothing, then nothing happens. Everyone just continues to take the piss right. out of McDonald's. If they do something, it starts to get the attention of people like me um, and the press, um, and and they actually get some kudos. And and you know what? We're not laughing with McDonald's. We're still laughing at them, um, but we're laughing right. maybe less. You know. Or maybe we're laughing a bit with them, but we're still laughing at them. And it's it's one of those things which is like, you know, life is so serious. Life is so short. You know, it, it, it it's clear. I mean, 
one might even argue, if you want to get all, you know, kind of uh, sanctimonious, that this Grimace Shake is basically poison with all the additives and the preservatives. I mean, remember Super Size Me, the movie, um, where, like, literally, I don't know, like six months or nine months later, those McDonald's fries are still looking perfect. Um, and so, and so, in many respects, um, you know, in, in many respects, it, it is kind of poison. But like, at some point, you also have to look in the mirror and you have to say, "Well, this is who we are." I mean, that's identity. It says, "Look, we're not, uh, we're not healthy." <laughs> I mean, we're not like super healthy. Um, but but that doesn't mean, you know, it's interesting, Rini, because I mean, you and I are both planners. Um, it's been very yeah. interesting to look at KFC. I think as um you know, as a, as a kind of barometer because it's been Kentucky mm. Fried Chicken and then it's been KFC and then it's back to Kentucky Fried Chicken. And as the world moves through these cycles and trends, in some cases, like nobody wants to eat this because it is like literally clogging your arteries and you're going to spike your cholesterol and you're most likely going to have a heart attack and die. And this stuff is very, very, very bad for you. And then the other counter trend is, you know what, life is so short, pandemics and whatever, just treat yourself, indulge yourself. You know, I'm sick and tired of being told what to do and, and what not to do and how to eat and, and, and whatever. Like, I'm, I'm just going to be me. You know, and so and so you see, like as KFC goes, so does the barometer and the zeitgeist of culture as it relates to at least food. Um, but yeah, but you know, and good morning to Michelle. Michelle, um, um, we we good are morning. we are we are. I opened the room today. I'm definitely taking it personally, and I feel like when I open the room, um, it's different to when you open the room. You you're a superstar, Michelle. I'm just you know I don't know what I am. I'm 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 grimace. I don't know. I, I don't know if I can take that compliment. I'm going to blame it on the algorithm, um, Jaffe. But, the algorithm uh, hates me. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. We're gonna we're gonna get that algorithm to show show a little love for you. How about that? Yeah, we're gonna uh, we're gonna this morning, this morning, this collective cafe Monday through Friday. We will. I will manifest it right now. We will have a thousand people in the room. We will have a thousand people in the room. There we go. Um, there is no, there's no question. There's, there's no question. And make sure, you know, everybody knows that you're coming on Serial Entrepreneur today, Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern. Oh, thanks. It's going to be a great conversation and, um, I'm looking forward to that and hope people that are interested in hearing Jaffe talk about companies and why they suck will be able to tune in. I know it's going to be a great conversation, Joe. And we should, uh, we should, I, I, I assume that's uh, a, a room in Startup Club, right? I have to go and just check. Yes, that's a good clarification. Absolutely. So we should, uh, we should probably pin that link, don't you think? Yeah, I'll pin it. I was like, where is that link? Yeah, so no. I, yeah, I, yeah. No, I'm, I, I'm excited. And I, you know, as I said, I mean, the vision, the vision behind this startup, you know, this, uh, the, be, behind Collective Cafe is this idea of uh, obviously we recognize people are in different places in the world, um, and and so me as a you know myself as a South African, you know I'm sometimes a little bit more sensitive to not become too US centric, but at the same time I am living in the US, and so that's why there's no show or no um, you know cafe session on July fourth because it is a vaca- it is a holiday. Um, so I do always concede the fact that not everyone is sitting on the East Coast. But for the most part, um, the idea is to start, a, start off your day this way or end your day this way if you're, you know, in Australia or, or, or really start your day off this way if you're in, uh, on the West Coast. And um, I just think we, I think we need more substance in the morning or at least once a day that's just beyond um, the same old, same old, you know, um, I don't know, maybe, I, I don't want to like, I don't want to be negative about it, but I just think there was a lot of this kind of, um, this uh, woo-woo um, motivational stuff that really was just a shill to buy coaching courses um, during during the, the last three years. And I just think like my barometer is, did I learn something new? Did I take away at least one thing that can actually help me in my personal or my professional life? Um, and, and that's my challenge. My challenge is to, is to raise the bar and keep raising the bar. 
And which is not to say that there isn't room for others. There is. That's the point. There's no competition. Like we need to wipe that word out of our lexicon. There's no such thing as, as well, let, let me rephrase that. There is, of course, competition. Competition is important. It's good to push off uh, against others and sometimes have an enemy. But when it comes to a new world, when it comes to a nascent space, when it comes to being a pioneer, there is no competition. We are all collaborators. And if we believe that there is a time and will come a time when the pie has expanded, when the market is bigger, then guess what? We all win by showing up. We all win. We, we support one another and each other. So, you know, the fact, the fact that there are two or three, I don't know how many, you know, like I, I, will, I will never ever in a billion years say you should come here rather than, let's say, breakfast with champions. No, you shouldn't. You should go wherever you want to go. Um, the fact that you're showing up on Clubhouse or in Discord is the win. Is the win for you, for me, for us. Jomer, over to you. Yeah, I was just uh, saying, because I'm, I'm based in Europe, Central European time, um, I kind of gave up on Clubhouse being a place where I talk about marketing and brand and do my music here because I've got a lot of friends who play music. But that being said, I'm, I kind of, if, if you're scheduling something on a regular basis that's purpose-driven, that's kind of curated, I'm, I'm happy to also get some of my old Clubhouse people in the marketing and brand industry back online because a lot of them have left uh, clubhouse for activities in the real world but what we are missing is that conversations that we used to have in the good old days as they call it the middle of the pandemic on clubhouse when when there were some really good conversations about just about every subject but i i really feel that in terms of brand and marketing it's kind of slipped in the cup clubhouse world uh, so i kind of also jumped off that boat as well but if, if you have got something i'd definitely love to uh, see if I can um, you know, get a few of the other, my old colleagues and, who work for different brands and agencies to jump on board as well. So, so that, that would be great. Yeah, that, it, would be, it would be great, the, the return of the OGs. And, um, you know, everything, everything in life is about timing. Um, I, I had an amazing uh, conversation yesterday. I did three episodes of my show this week. And... Um, Yesterday, I had uh, Damon Centola. Damon has written one of the foremost texts on change and also on contagions and how they spread, uh, with respect to marketing, by the way. And uh, he said one quote, which I loved, which was, he said, luck is just the absence of science. And I was like, that kind of blew me away, that quote. Um, and, and that episode, by the way, will be, that episode will be out in about six to eight weeks, but one of the things that I actually will do through our Discord and also here sometimes is let you know um, when I'm doing pre-records for my show so that you can actually not only listen live, um, but actually come on stage. In fact, Tim, who's in the audience, um, he he got a chance to come on uh, to actually be co-host and interview uh, Damon yesterday. Maybe he'll come up later and tell us what that what that felt like. So my open invitation to all of you, by the way, is if there are books, like real, like books that you recommend, go to the author and invite them on the show on my behalf. Um, I mean, you can come to me first and say, what do you think of this book? But generally, if we discuss a, one, a book that, if the book is important enough for you to read and, and, and in, you know, captures your imagination, your attention, then you reach out to them, uh, invite them on my show. And you can come on my show and interview them for five minutes too. That's my way of thanking you. So I love that idea. Luck is the absence of science. That you got to let that one sit for a while. Um, and we just had an amazing conversation about this. So, so um, Monday we manifest. Tuesdays thought leadership. Tuesday, Wednesdays wellness. Wednesday. It's not just wellness and you know medit. It's it's um it's uh, skills and. You know everything from imposter syndrome to confidence to under intro, like it's just everything. It's just about humans. Thursday we do live book reads, and now we're hooked on I dare you after yesterday, uh, and then Friday is no agenda Friday. So I don't come with an agenda. If there's like literally all I came with was grimace, um, I know bears um, wanted maybe to talk about or just posted it about uh, Dylan Mulvaney and what's happening with Bud Light at the moment. Uh, Tim. 
you um you know you uh won the show yesterday so anybody who wants to come up Rini, you're on stage um what's on your mind by the way um you know i have been uh trying to <laughs> be creative in the land of nfts and I got to tell you, all the different moving parts are driving me batty right now. Um, so well, it's, it's draining my creativity. Uh, that's, please, that's what's on my mind. Well, please expand. Uh, let's, let's compartmentalize that. There you is, know, there, is I, art, there is, there is price. There is what part of it is draining your creativity? The, the process of it. Right, you have to sign up for OpenSea, and then you have to sign up for, um, you know, the Meta MetaMask, and then you have to sign up for uh, like Crypto.com, and then you have to buy one thing and move it to another, and click, you know, push them all to, you know, make sure they're all connected. Uh, but everything takes, you know, different timing, and they don't always connect, and yeah. I've been literally been working on this for three days. <laughs> so did you go to chat GPT and say, uh, walk me through a simple oh. series of steps to mint my own NFT? Oh yeah, no, I have the steps. Absolutely. And I have them right in front of me, but it's like, okay, uh, I can only get through so many, um, because something is holding me up. It's like, okay, well, I set up a crypto wallet, right? Um, through MetaMask, and then I went to Crypto.com and bought, but like, it's not showing up on my that, so I can't transfer it to the other thing, and then I can't connect your wallet to OpenSea. It's just you know. All right, and what what are you tr what are you trying to do? I want to create a just a small little uh, collection, right of 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 art um i had so. i had my former hp client um uh, created a piece of art open edition on uh, open and i bought i bought a piece of art from her um, yeah. um so i think our goal is yeah to, I, I bought a piece of frank stella today your right? challenge your cha i dare you to have your first nft minted by this time next week okay do not don't it's even, on like donkey kong don't even bother showing up if you haven't been able to do it i'll help you as well um yeah i mean no i'm really you know I was, when i was on open sea it's really fascinating to you know to see who is on there right to sort of see like frank stella who is just you know iconic american artist um selling you know, pieces on there. What, he's 83? It's fantastic. Yeah, I mean, it's... Uh, well, you should be... You should... Through OpenSea, you should be able to do it relatively easily. Um, but um, but it's interesting because, for example, you can buy an NFT. I mean, the whole concept of what's called custodial wallets is important, which is like... like yeah. for, Like, for example, the, the POAP that I use for, you know, our, our uh, Alpha Beta Talks at the moment, or I was, um, by the way, a little, little bit of alpha. For those of you that are kind of new to the Web3 space, we sometimes say alpha is some, um, you know, information that you're hearing before anyone else. That's why we call it Alpha Collective, you know, my Web3 um, community. Um, but one of the things we're going to start to do at some point um, in the Collective Cafe, in Startup Club and on Discord is occasionally, it might be once a month, it might be once a week, it might be even every day, um, is dropping POAPs. And the way it will work is there'll be a secret word um, and you will have a very small window to be able to mint that POAP and there'll be instructions as to how to mint that POAP. And essentially all it is is a digital ticket stub. So for example, today, the Collective Cafe No Agenda Friday, June 30th, 2023, there is only one 8 to 9 a.m. slot. There's only one on June 30th, 2023. I mean, there's only, uh, and there's only one collective cafe, you know, that was during this time and you were here, you know? So for example, 
anyone who's here right now, if there was a POAP, you would mint that. You would have now an NFT in your wallet. Now, in a custodial wallet. So POAP.xyz will allow you to actually mint it without having uh, a MetaMask, etc. And so it's sitting in somebody else's wallet until such time that you choose to export it to your own wallet. And so we'll see, I mean in many in many respects we're seeing we're seeing that with Starbucks as well. So that's 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 your training wheels, uh Rini. That's the fact that yep. that until you get your own wallet, you're able to kind of store it in somebody else's wallet. It's kind of like a bank of sorts. Yeah. Except if it's FTX because then the bank takes your money. Uh but that's another story for another day. Um so that's great. I'm you know, keep trying and keep experimenting. Um, it's it's kind of glorious. I I'm happy this week because. Yeah, I mean, what did you think, by the way, of um, of Whitney's of the video that I uploaded with those captions? Isn't it cool? It's all AI driven. Did you see it? Cool. Uh, yes, yes, I did. And you can choose. Yeah, no. And you can choose which words are emphasized, and you can. And the emojis and the little emoticons are all automatic. And, um, you know, it's just, it, it, it's super cool. I love it. I love yeah, I, I love the experiment. In fact, you know, Rini and I, I'll give you some more alpha for those of you that are here, because it's nice and small enough, is that um, Rini and I have been plotting and uh, we're going to announce the first six uh, masterminds in Alpha Collective, which we're calling Alpha Minds. Um, but but um, I can tell you the first one will be called the future of creativity. So every month we're going to have a future of, the future of whether it's brands or creativity or diversity or, you know, automotive, financial services. And uh, we will have a session. It will be in Discord. It will be for members only. Um, but we're going to have maybe some of the smartest marketers and minds in the world masterminding and coming up with with essentially use cases and a playbook um not just a point of view but also a playbook using and incorporating many of these web3 tools and technologies um and i would say including but not limited to so for example if there is a a social a social audio component maybe we'll address that too um you know one of the things i realized is that it's it's kind of funny um you know Endurance is a superpower to keep going, just staying in the game, um, just just to give yourself a chance to win. Because again, it's all about timing. I kind of mentioned that at the start of today, right? Clubhouse, uh, you know, Joma, you were talking about people. We all left at some point in, in time and now some of us are coming back and some of us aren't. Clubhouse is the best platform bar none. And it might really be the only one. Twitter Spaces is not the answer. It's just not, and LinkedIn Audio is not the answer. And I said this the other day, there is only one thing, only one thing missing from from uh, Clubhouse right now. Well, besides the audience, uh, I mean, okay, that, that's kind of a joke, but uh, it's, uh, it's, it's worthy of a rim shot, um, but besides the audience. But again, we, we can control that. We can control that. We can bring people back into Clubhouse. The only thing that's missing functionally is just a hand raise. So at the moment, you know, at the moment, like if, if Michelle or Joma wanted to say something, you'd have to like do this like he just did now, this awkward flashing of the mic. But I have to be looking at it. But what, what doesn't happen is if there are 12 people on stage, I need to know who raised their hand, who's raising their hand and wants to talk. And, I, and what would really be awesome is just to have a number. So, you know, if Michelle and Joma both raise their hands, I should see a one and a two. It should be that easy. Um, and, I mean, you know, listen, if we, can, if we can come up with that idea, I'm sure the three people that still work at Clubhouse can come up with that idea too. Yeah, yeah. I think that's, that's the challenge. I mean, we have um, one of the discussions um, that was happening a few months ago was what do we do when Clubhouse is no longer here? Because if you look at it, it, it has no commercial mo mo uh, model. So we're basically burning VC funds at the moment by talking. So where's the longevity? Is it going to be, hopefully Google doesn't buy it because they'll just destroy it. But, you know, are they going to develop a commercial model? So, so that's the concern I have with Clubhouse. For me, working with community, the reason I can see that Clubhouses can outdo uh, the Spotify Green Room and Twitter Spaces 
is because the guys at the top, the founders, you know, the town halls they have, the connection they have with community, that would, you know, all the feedback that they would get would, would drill down into development. Unfortunately, no one mentioned your idea, but, but, you know, you used to see a lot of these features just come out and slowly enhance it. But they had a very personal, vested approach to it, whereas Spotify, they just thought, okay, our members will jump onto this because they can play their songs on it. And they'll get Spotify accounts, you know, on the plays and all that stuff. No one really managed the community. And that's the big difference. Because um, I remember when Green Room came out and feature for feature and quality, uh, Green Room was miles ahead of Clubhouse. And then Clubhouse had to do a bit, bit of a catch up. But where it's all fallen off is um, n- none of the other platforms have a community focus that's genuine. So, I, yeah. I, will d- I, dare, I dare everyone here today to... Pick up the challenge, to take the challenge, and let's turn this collective cafe, Monday through Friday, 8 to 9 Eastern, let's get to 1,000 people in the room. Let's actually become the number one room on Clubhouse. Let's keep building and let's keep, let's, let's rebuild Clubhouse ourselves. Let's not wait for them to get their act together. Let's bring people in ourselves and let's do this. Startup Club at its peak had 900 or has 936,000 members. That's a lot. There are 8 billion plus people in this world that are looking for meaning and connection and purpose that don't want to be sold to every twist and turn. Um, we, can ma- we can make this what we choose to make this. We don't have to wait for people to actually come to us, we can go to them. It's as simple as that. It's really as simple as that. If we value this, and you know what, I thought about it, at the end of the day, it's not really about the technology at all. It's about the people, and it's actually about content. You know, and, and in many respects, I'm, I'm, this may be a, a slightly controversial point. Now, I'm going to say it in an extreme way, in a very extreme way, just to make the point, I don't need everyone in this room today to be on stage. In fact, in fact, I don't want you all on stage. I'm on stage. I have a role and a responsibility and an obligation to give you my best content and manage and moderate the room. It is a responsibility I have. And it's almost going back to this idea of programming, I, I, I don't know if, if how many of you know this. Michelle, I don't even know if you know this, but I actually emailed uh, Paul and Rohan and I said to them, I will work for you for free. I will become your CMO, your fractional CMO, and I will work for you for free. I never even got a response from them. Not one. So, I mean, <laughs> it's crazy. Here's the wonderful Dr. Francine Hardaway, who is our next Alpha Beta speaker. She's going to crush it. So, you know, at the end of the day, we, one of the things I would do is I would literally have, I would, I would actually um, start off by creating a clubhouse um, schedule, meaning one slot eight to nine, one slot nine to 10, one slot 10 to 11, and, and have programming across 24 hours because it truly is global. Once that is established, I would then break off those tw- those 24 slots into their own channels. Maybe not 24 channels, but maybe six. Business, culture, you know, creativity, uh, manifestation or motivation, whatever the case may be. And each one of those shows or sessions would become an anchor tenant. And I would actually publish that schedule. And so you would have essentially, I mean, this is free consulting for them. You would have the the equivalent of what I would call Broadway, off-Broadway, and off-off-Broadway. And as you get more off-off-off, it becomes more you know, consumer-generated, driven, more citizen journalism, more everything like that. And so what happens is you're either a Broadway 
content creator or personality or moderator or you're an off-Broadway or you're an off-off-Broadway. I cannot, in my own capacity, show up and start singing on stage for lamers. I can't. I don't have the voice. I don't have the credentials. Um, I don't have the training. It's possible, possible that my voice might be better than the current Jean Valjean, but it's probably unlikely. (laughs) In fact, it's definitely unlikely. So I really don't have a business. You know, I can aspire to want to be singing on Broadway, but, you know, how do you get to Carnegie Hall, Rini? You know this one, Michelle, Uh Jomer. As the saying goes, how do you get to Carnegie Hall? Yeah, I don't know this one. Practice, practice, practice is the answer. <laughs> so, you know, uh, so so that's how to fix Clubhouse is to like literally say between eight and nine, there is one or two. I mean, Peloton does it too, right? Peloton has a schedule. And there's a schedule, for a live schedule, and then there's on demand. And I mean, this is actually kind of programming 101. It's not that hard, really. It's it's really not that hard. I mean, it's, as I said, features and functionality, there's literally only one thing missing, and that's, we can steal that from Twitter spaces, which is the hand raising. And the difference is I would just have one, two, three, four, five, so in, in order of hand raises, so a moderator can see it quite easily. So I would do that. Um, that's all. That's all I would do. And the other part of it is is clearly we, you know, we need audience, and that is that is a team effort. But I actually think the way to get that audience is through content. You know, geez, revelation of revelations, great content wins. Um, and and as I said, we can turn this session, um, we can turn this session into we can easily have a thousand people in this room on a daily on a on a week daily basis. So it's what we choose to make it instead of complaining about it. So, you know, anyway, that's kind of a little bit of, you know, this is no Agenda Friday. We've got about six minutes left. Does anyone have any thoughts, comments, questions, new topics? Bez, uh, you typically like to come up at the end. You want to talk about Dylan Mulvaney and, uh, and Bud Light. Uh, for those of you that don't know uh, Dylan Mulvaney, the the uh, trans, the trans, trans, I'm sounding South African for a second, the trans influencer who was sent a can of Bud Light with her face on it, um, went and created an Instagram post, ended up with Kid Rock shooting uh, down Bud Light cans. The uh, executives have been fired. Bud Light is no longer the number one beer uh, in the country. Um, in fact, Modelo is now, they've lost 30% market share. And with everything that has happened now, finally Dylan has uh, spoken out and saying, I expected the brand to approach me. Uh, it was, as the saying goes, crickets. Um, and it's it's interesting because it's kind of opened up this whole conversation now about uh, what kind of a company is this that just kind of leaves their partners, their agencies, their, you know, whatever, high and dry. It's it it's it's yeah. a it's a fascin it's a fascinating story and discussion and um, you know and what Dylan basically said was doing this to her and what happened is much worse than having never approached um, a transgender influencer or or just partner and I, I look the message regardless of where you sit on on the on the you know on the argument assuming there even is an argument is this idea that says um, it's a combination, a triangulation of number one, be careful what you wish for. It's a, it, on, on the other hand, it's this idea of, um, you know, you can't be half pregnant. Um, it's another one of this idea um, that, like there are all these different sayings that I think come together to create um, a much, a, much um, a, a clearer rules of engagement. Um, you know, professional driver, closed course, do not attempt at home. There are some things that we, you know, there are things that we try and do, but we don't know what we're doing. So when it comes to, um, 
you know, A for effort um, can only get you so far. Hey, we were just trying to, we're experimenting. We were, you know, um, you know, we thought we would just throw out a, our token, you know, kind of check the box. Uh, it doesn't work. You know, this is, you know, I am, I'm a reformed, well, I'm actually not a reformed consultant because I've decided this is part of my reinvention. I don't consult anymore. But whether you're a public speaker or an author or a subject matter expert or the moderator of a room uh, or a planner, I mean, we, uh, you know, like I was talking about EOS the other day and I was saying you can self-implement, right, or you can bring in an implementer so, so or a business coach because that's what I am. But how else do you describe that? Well, I'll, I'll, give you, I'll give you an easy one. You can do your own taxes or you can hire an accountant. I'll give you a more extreme one. You can pull out your own tooth with a pliers or you can go to a dentist. So in, in many respects, maybe this whole controversy, actually what it's, what it's bringing us back to is humility. That actually says we can't do it all. We don't know it all. We need to seek help. We need to, to listen. We need to have more conversations. We need to educate ourselves. For me, that's why I love the Collective Cafe. That's why I say it's the highlight of my day. Because there, there hasn't been one that I have not learned something new. Myself. You know, I, I wrote in Join the Conversation, I said production is the new consumption. And I wrote that in 2007. When we produce, we consume because we're consuming our own production. The words that come out of my mouth, I can hear them. <laughs> you know, sometimes they're even smart. <laughs> Most of the time not, but sometimes they are. And so I am consuming. I'm consuming the same room you are. I'm just doing a little bit more work than you are right now, but that's okay. That's why <laughs> I'm the founder, and that's okay. So so one one point to that, Joseph, when a brand does this and, you know, the person they work with gets legitimate death threats, and I mean legitimate because trans women... Uh, you mean as opposed to know, illegitimate, illegitimate death threats? Well, I'm trying to put it in context because trans women do get murdered, you know, right. uh, at a higher rate a black trans women even higher so i guess what i'm saying is when there are death threats to a person who is a group of who's part of a group that does get murdered at a higher rate what is the brand's responsibility i let, let me turn the question let me turn it back to you what would you do if you were running the show um and recognize Rini. I'll, I'll make it a little I would double gonna, down I would have doubled down and done a huge, you know, some sort of, you know, program. I would have worked with like National Geo, some other trusted things to sort of to put on, you know, communication that talks about gender and sexuality in, you know, a very sort of non- passionate but very sort of logical way trying to sort of you know get it out there in a way that isn't i mean that's one of the things i would have done um i would have as the ceo i would have you know gone on you know hell call up a national international press conference and say hey you know we chose to work with this person for a reason if any of our people who don't like it that's fine we don't need your type of bigotry i mean they made a decision right and for them not to have you know backed it up with all the vim and vigor in the world is you know disgusts me so i i am as disgusted as you are but i disagree with you because because okay. uh, because i think that that if you are and this is the second part i wanted to say to you you are the ceo of ab InBev. You are looking at market cap and external shareholders and the fact that maybe 50% of your audience hates you now um, and is basically shooting your cans, you know, uh, your, new, your, new, uh, your new celebrity figurehead is Kid Rock. You know, so I'm not, 
Look, you know I agree with you in terms of in terms of my point our point of view. When I say I disagree with you, right. the, 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 this is an ethical and a moral um, issue, which is, which is standing, you know, wh- wh- what's the song? Stand by your man. I mean, this is, you know, right. in this case, that's, stand that's by your tran. They made the decision to, to, to sort of put this person out there. Did you not hear, right? did you not hear my new version of it? Stand by your trans. Um, but, I mean, there you go. <laughs> but, but that's the problem. The problem is this idea of saying, listen, and, and this, is where, this is where I'll meet you halfway, uh, this idea of saying, listen, we will not condone um, any death threats or, 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 you know, um, or, you know, et cetera, uh, or bodily harm, et cetera, et cetera. Whether you agree or disagree, whether you like or dislike, this is unacceptable to us. Um, and, and I think that's the issue here. The issue is they did not stand by. They just right. backed away and backed off. And quite frankly, you know, created, you know, f- you know, uh, the two executives have been fired and, and listen, it's even possible that actually, in fact, it's, it's, it's even, po- it's, let me ask you this question. What if, what if these two executives were completely rogue? What if they actually were rogue? I don't think they were, but what if they were completely rogue? Completely. You know, they did the... They- it's still... Yeah. If they were completely rogue, I would still have to say that, you know, enough... It still went out under the brand name. Whether they were rogue or not, humanity dictates, responsibility dictates that you do the right thing. Yeah, so... so- this is where we are now in complete agreement because at the end of the day, once it's done, it's done. You know, yeah. you can't, you can't go back in time. And I think that's the misstep here. The misstep is saying, listen, it doesn't matter what or why or how, or whatever, what matters is right now. And, um, and, you know what it is? It's character. You know, at the end of the day, it's integrity and it's character. And it's, yeah. it's um, you know, one of the questions we'll maybe discuss today, even Michelle, is, you know, at the end of the day, who are you? You know, and what do you want to be known for? And what are your values, your core values? And, um, and I actually do believe legitimately that uh, we will choose which companies we want to do business with and not. And we will choose which companies we want to work for or not based on, you know, certain, at least a minimum acceptable level of decency and morality. Um, and, you know, I was writing this this morning from five to six. I was writing, like editing the book. And, I, and, I, and I'll, I'm just going to leave you with this today because I really want to try and stick to one hour in the mornings, which is I said there were three things that could bring the world together. There are only three things that could bring the world together, right? The first is war, and I basically made the case with weapons of mass destruction, like, uh, you know, you know, 9-11, etc. Like, sorry, it appears not only did it not bring us together, but it actually tore us apart, yeah. right? I said the second is a global pandemic, and that one didn't work out too well either. You know, you're a vaxxer, an anti-vaxxer, a masker, an anti-masker, a social distancer, an anti-social distancer. I said there's only one left, and that is an alien invasion. And, and I use that obviously ex- like extremely, but I said, you know what's going to happen. You're going to end up with pro-invasion and, anti, and anti-invasion and anti people. and you, You're going to end up with the same damn thing. You're going to end up with Fox News saying we should nuke them and, you know, and MSNBC saying you know, we should friend them. And, and, and we are our own worst enemy. I, I, I'm, I'm going to leave you. Oh, totally. We are competitive and you know, winning at all costs. And if there's nothing to win, we'll, we'll, we'll make it up. Right. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going yeah. to leave you today, uh, courtesy of Ronald Reagan. This joke that that crossed my path yesterday. Uh, uh, should I try it and say it like Reagan would have an evangelical minute? No, uh, it, and in <laughs> and 
I've stuffed it up already. An evangelical minister and a politician arrived at Heaven's Gate one day together. St. Peter, after doing all the necessary formalities, took them in hand to show them where their quarters would be. And he took them to a small single room with a bed, a chair, and a table and said, this was for the clergyman. And the politician was a little worried about what might be in store for him. And he couldn't believe it when St. Peter stopped in front of a beautiful mansion with lovely grounds, many servants, and told him that these would be his quarters. He couldn't help but ask. He said, but wait, how... Like, how is this happening? There must be something wrong. How do I get the mansion while that good and holy man only gets a single room? Then St. Peter said, you have to understand how things things are up here. We get thousands and thousands of clergy, but you're the first politician who ever made it this far. So, you know, this is why, Rini, unfortunately, whether it's lawyers, whether it's uh, uh, you know, uh, sales Lawyers, people, guns or money. whether it's politicians yeah. or whether it's people in advertising, we are at the bottom of the barrel, right? So we got to yes. dig, dig ourselves out. We got to climb. We got to climb ourselves out. Um, that's why if we want to build Web3, we have to build it ourselves. If we want to rebuild Clubhouse, we have to do it ourselves. If we want to rebuild the world, we have to do it ourselves, because if we wait for others to do it, we're going to be waiting a long time and we might run out of time. Um, so with that, with that said, um, I want to just wish you all uh, not only an amazing weekend, a uh, peaceful weekend, a productive weekend. Did we lose Joseph? No, I'm here. He went on mute. Oh, okay. I just wanted to say one final thing uh, in regards to the article you were mentioning. No, Bez, your time is up, my friend. I don't know why I went on mute. Someone put me on mute. Uh, you put me on mute, you bastard. No. I, I um, did not. All right, Bez, Bez, you've got, you know me, I want to really keep it to an hour. To, to an hour. So um, please, uh, I'll, you know I'll never, ever cut you off, but, but you have the last word today. 30 seconds. Okay. Uh, just, uh, you know, we, you were talking about values, uh, uh, corporate board, market cap, and... Um, the whole thing was mishandled because we know that um, Anheuser-Busch had, has a history of uh, investing in the LGBTQ community. Um, so it's not something new that they've done. You know, yeah, uh, Kid Rock may have uh, thought he needed uh, 15 seconds of fame extended. But, you know, we have other things that corporate America does subscribe to, like your supply chain. Hey, making sure that child labor uh, isn't involved in that uh, blood diamonds or whatever materials you need to supply your Apple iPhone. Uh, so what ethics do you choose? So from uh, from a bird's eye point of view or from, you know, this from a humanity standpoint just stinks. Um, you, you don't get to choose your ethics, uh, even though you're uh, the big bad corporate wolf. You've got to appeal to humanity at the end of the day. I rest my case. Yeah. Perfect way to end. Um, and I love it when you get the last word anyway. So thank you. Um, just to let people know that we will be here on Monday, but not on Tuesday. And then we'll be here Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So we're taking off for July 4th. Um, as I said, have a wonderful weekend, a peaceful weekend. Uh, if you are celebrating the 4th, may the 4th be with you. And uh, I will see you next week. Take care, everyone. And uh, Michelle, All right. I'll see you later. Yeah. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.